We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Friday show or the Bart Winkler show, wherever you get your shows. I met a guy, I was talking about this the other day. Um, he didn't know that I had a podcast. And then I had to like explain to him what podcasts were. Well, that was kind of weird. Grant Bills is joining us on this on a, on a, on a Friday. Hey, welcome here on a, on a Friday, everybody. Grant Bills is uh, the like the avatar version of Horvat today. He is slinkered into his body. And he's like tied up somewhere. That's how the movie works, right? Or was yeah. that surrogates? Yeah, I am going to do my best to channel Horvat because as a fan of this pot, I love when Horvat comes on because you like raise your level. Like you try harder when Horvat is on. And that is my goal because oh. I don't know. I, I'm not Horvat. People get excited about Horvat. So I'm going to try to bring that to today's show. People get as excited about Horvat as he gets excited for Golden Chicken in Hale's Corners, which... I will someday hopefully be able to break thigh with you at their fine establishment and introduce you to the wonders of golden chicken in Hills corners. Golden chicken, hc.com's bring, uh, brings you the Friday picks and there's a lot to pick from at golden chicken. It's not just chicken grand. It's the fries. It's the pizza. It's the mini tacos. It's all of that. It's the fish fry on a Friday, everybody on a fish fry Friday on a football Friday. So you can get it all. GoldenChickenHC.com, 414-427-5500, bringing you the picks. So I look forward to that someday. So with Grant, I'm going to go through the picks. Um, I'm going to use Wednesday's lines for obvious reasons. My kid's out of daycare the next uh, – well, he's out of daycare at the end of the week, so I got to, like, do yeah. everything. And and then I'm uh, doing slash have done a little CBS radio this week. Uh, Friday, it'll be 9, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Central. And there's a lot of stations that get me, including uh, WSSP and WKTY and Lacrosse. Mm-hmm. A lot of stations. Uh, stationed out of. A couple of stations on, on Thursday. We're going to lead right out of my show and into yours. That's We are the world. That's going to be awesome. It'll be great. Uh, and I'm sorry that, you know, when when I come on your show, I like, hey, maybe a few of the Grant listeners will will check me out. And so when I have you on, I'm thinking, well, maybe a few of the BART listeners will help you out. But everyone turned on me this week because uh, I got in my feelings about a certain quarterback who we not we, we won't mention until maybe later on. I'm not going to bring him up. OK, you can bring him up uh, if you want to. We'll see. I, I'm, 
I'm not gonna. We're two and a half minutes in. I'm gonna see. I didn't bring up the hater trade until eight minutes into my show last night, and I led with the Packers, so it it just <laughs> comes up. I always mark it down when it first comes up. So I'll do the same with this show. God, there is a lot of Brewers like we can talk about in, in terms yeah. of like what's happening in MLB. But I again, these are Wednesday's lines. The show's coming out on Friday. I don't want to risk that the Brewers sign uh Mike Mustakis or Evan Longoria in the next 48 hours. So I don't or wanna... some other guy from Brookfield who we've never heard of, but apparently is like a lifelong Brewers fan and you know good value. I mean, I've heard of Owen Miller. I just never heard he was from here. Which gonna, makes no gonna... sense since every guy that's come through I know. I thought it was Damian Miller for a sec. I was like, no way. They're bringing him a coach, a player coach, a third a third hitting coach. That's what they did. They brought back uh, hometown hero, or I guess home state hero, Damian Miller. West Salem's very own. Mm-hmm. All right. The over-unders this week are very low, too, because of the cold weather conditions, not just in Wisconsin, but throughout the country. Jaguars Jets last night. I had the Jags in this game. It was even money. I had the Jags. So uh, maybe I'm happy. Maybe I'm not. The over-under was only 36. I do think Trevor Lawrence has been playing as good as anybody, and mm-hmm. I think he is the real deal. I, I just thought it was so weird last year that Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick, and because everything that was happening in Jacksonville, nobody like knew what was going on down there, and you, you didn't really get the, the possibility or the effort to, to watch this guy. Then he goes against the number two pick. I'm surprised Zach Wilson ever made it back there as the starter. I think he's – you know, Trevor – Trevor Lawrence is going to have a 10-year career here. Zach Wilson's going to be, you know, he's going to be like the Baker Mayfield in two years from now where he gets cut by a random team, signs. I, 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 don't, I have no hopes for his NFL future. Now, saying this, he probably threw four touchdowns last night. But. Yeah. The Jags are fun. That Cowboys game, and I know you slept through the noon slate, which is disappointing because normally when the Packers play at noon, all you do is bitch about how you can't watch the other games. You finally have a chance to watch the noon games. Well, I was out. I was out at a bar for the World World Cup. Cup. World Cup. I I get it. The Jags are fun. Doug Peterson against the Cowboys last week was – I just love Doug. The Jags are fun. We should want to root for the Jags, and I hope that unlike a couple of years ago when they were good, this is actually sustainable and they can build on it. And Trevor Lawrence, you're right. He's a lot of the stats. He's been the number one guy for the last five or six games or since week nine or eight or whatever. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy for the Jags. Again, we don't know who won last night, but the Jets kind of feel like that team where for two weeks in the middle of the year, everyone thinks like, Oh, we'll look out for the Jets. And it's just kind of that little two week. I don't know. We do this throughout the season where we have a, a little two week window of the team where we think maybe that kind of seems like it's the Jets this season. Well, remember the Jets with Zach Wilson beat the Green Bay Packers. And it, yeah, and it wasn't really close. Like of all the, the games that the Packers lost this year, they was that the game they were beaten most soundly in? Like the Eagles, they hung in there. The Bills, they hung in there. They let it, they let it slip away against the Commanders and the Giants. I, just going off the top of my head, I feel like they were beaten most soundly in any game this season by the Zach Wilson Jets. Am I forgetting a game? Well, I think with the Eagles and the Bills, they were those were against two teams that are clearly atop the NFL right now, and they hung in there. They're not as good as them, but they hung in there and. You know, maybe get another break their way. They could win that game. The Jets, who are not that good, I don't think, just destroyed the Packers. Another game. game. uh, The Vikings week one when your boy Christian Watson dropped your pass. My boy. Maybe that. Maybe. God, we lost to the Titans. We lost. We suck. You look back through the season, Bart, and it's like, well, they should have beat the Giants. They should have beat the those those two games. They let get away. Like their elite defense that they built just needed one stop against Heineke and Jones, and they couldn't get it. So I this team's unfrustrating, and we've talked about a million reasons why. But 
look back through the season, like they let a lot of very winnable games get away. This is a team that shouldn't be out of the playoffs when all is said and done, but I think they're going to be. I know I've been very hard on quarterback, uh, not to be named, but I, I, I think I've let myself, um, I've let that distract myself from the fact that I, Lafleur needs to be criticized more. Yeah, Lafleur's always like it's mm-hmm. like this, 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 and also Lafleur, but it should be Lafleur. I think he's doing a horrendous job this year, an, an absolute terrible job. If he didn't have the three years of cushion, if this was his first year. We'd be talking about getting rid of them, Ray Road style. Well, I had a caller on Tuesday call in and say, hey, to be fair to LaFleur, his first two years went so smoothly, he never really got a chance to experience growing pains. Like, we, Matt LaFleur is going through the growing pains in year three that most coaches go through in year one. So when you think of it, I thought that was very interesting, and I don't remember which caller it was, but it's like, it's delayed. You know what I mean? Like, the growing pains are now finally happening, I, I, I hope, but... Man, like the Nixon thing. It's great they have a returner, but man, if again, like the Christian Watson pass, how would the season go if he catches that in week one? How would the season go if Nixon is the punt and kick returner starting week one? I think they win an extra game at some point. They probably beat the Giants or the Commander. Like these little things here and there, they cost wins and losses. And at the end of the season, we're going to look back and think, man, they let all these games give away and, and Nixon could have made a difference in one of those games, which might be the difference. They might be one game short of the playoffs when all is said and done. Yeah. What a yeah. terrible year. Um, let's go to Saturday's game. So most of the games on Saturday, Christmas Eve, which we have designated as uh family fun day here in the Winkler house. So love that. Yeah, I don't know how many of these games I'm gonna be able to get my eye on. I had to, I missed most of the Vikings uh Bill uh Vikings Colts last weekend because I was Christmas shopping with my girlfriend who's a Vikings fan. We were at coffee and we saw they were down 30 to nothing. And then all of a sudden we came home with like bags full of gifts and it was tied. And she was celebrating this win as a top five Vikings win in history. No, she's, she's very measured. She, she's a very measured Vikings fan. Very Vikings fans will never reach or win a Super Bowl. So every time they have a win, that's like worthy of remembering, they treat it as if it is the Super Bowl. She asked me on Saturday, she's like, if the Vikings win a Super Bowl, is that going to be like really hard for you? And I didn't really know what, to, I didn't know what to tell her. I didn't know how to answer that. The answer is yes, but. A like, Viking I, Super Bowl will give me more pain than a Packers Super Bowl gives me joy. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I don't know if I agree, but I, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But, and I didn't know how to respond to her. Cause I didn't also want her to think of me as a six-year-old in that moment, which I think if I answered like truthfully, she'd be like, how old are you? So I just kind of, I hemmed and hawed and we moved on. Everyone's life takes different paths. And in my life, I've realized that I want to protect myself from pain more than I want to celebrate and seek out joy. And I think a lot of people do that. So yeah, I, I think there's, I'm just like, open with it. I'm like a lot of these rubes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Thank you. Uh, let's see. We'll take a quick time out here. We got one fabulous game in. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Grant Bills. More coming up on this uh, podcast. Football Friday, everybody. On a Football Friday. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back with more football coming out of the break, everybody. Hey, uh, take this chance to remind you about my good, good buddies at Happy Place Hemp, happyplacehemp.com. Check them out. Go there. Oh, I was there the other day. Saw a good buddy I ran into in the parking lot. He said, is this the place where you got your promo code? I said, absolutely. It is 25% off every order at happyplacehemp.com. You can get the gummies. You can get the lip balm. You can get the body oil to rub yourself real good. Get that CBD. And that CBD, they got it on shelves. It's just looking to come into your body. Some way, somehow, not every way. Don't be weird about it. But most ways, ingest in the mouth. Take the gummies. You got the uh, Delta 9s, the Delta 8s, the THCOs. This is what I'm envisioning I'm going to get a lot of next week. Oh, geez, the in-laws. Wish I had one of those Delta 9s. Don't delay. Get them now. Send them to your house discreetly. Send them to your in-laws so they're there when you get there. Good call. Happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART. 25% 25% off your order with every order, as long as you use the code. The Saints and the Browns. Ay, ay, ay. Yuck. You know, I got to say something about the Saints. Go ahead. The Saints are like non existent to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whenever I see a Saints game, I think it's Sunday night football when the games used to be on TNT in the mid 90s. Uh, the Saints, the, they played the Falcons last week. I didn't even know that until like Tuesday. I just, they don't, they don't do anything for me. I, Drew Brees was there and he's forgotten already in history. They don't do anything. I don't, I think, I think part of it is I hate watching games that are in the Superdome. Like Monday night football against the Rams. I was so excited for that game. Not really because I thought it was going to be a great game and it wasn't, but it's Lambo under the lights and it's Joe Buck. And it was just going to be a very, it was going to be an enjoyable game to watch. Watching games in the Superdome sucks. It looks like the Superdome looks like the baggage claim of an old airport. Like the seats don't, it's just ugly. It's not a good watching experience. So I I think that's why I, I hate watching the Saints apart from their team just kind of being mid. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the logo. I don't know if it's, that their chant is basically the same as the Bengals. I don't know if it's that color. I don't know. Their head coach, Dennis, like, I don't know. I never liked Sean Payton there. I don't know if it's Bounty Gates. And I used to wear a Saints shirt proudly when they beat the Vikings. I rushed out to buy that shirt. I remember our our, our friend and and colleague Hunter Baumgart, when he worked here with me on Z93, the day after the Saints beat the Vikings, or, or no, when the Saints played the Vikings in the playoffs, he went out and bought a Saints shirt, and I just respected it. It's so many Vikings fans in our building were so butthurt. How could you do that? So I wish I would have done it. So the Browns are a two, uh, two and a half point favorite. I'm going to take the Brown, the over under. See, it's 32 and a half. This one's in Cleveland, 23 degrees. Pretty much every game is under freezing. And then even the games that are supposed to be in nice locations, just looking ahead, the Niners playing 59 degrees. 
The uh, Packers Dolphins forecast got up to 65, but there was some nice. thought that it'd be in the uh, it'd be in the 50s. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Browns in this one. Uh, negative two and a half. What do you think Horvat would say? Horvat, well. What's the line again? One more time. I'll do my best. Two and a half uh, Browns over the Saints at home. Browns over the Saints at home. Well, Deshaun would take the Browns. Would he? I I, I think he would go on some rant about how this is Andy Dalton's moment. I mean, people have been. Andy Dalton's actually the second best graded passer, according to PFF in all of football. Andy Dalton, he's used to playing in Ohio, in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would take the same. People, people count out Andy Dalton year after year. His hair is too red. His beard looks stupid. His penis is too small. Not this weekend. Andy Dalton's going to get it done against that sexual predator, that, that Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. Give me the Saints. Who that? There you go. Grant Horvat Bills. That's terrible. That might be what I clipped. Uh, unless you don't want penis, you saying penis on the internet. Well, no, it's so, I remember he did that joke about Daniel Jones earlier this year. I thought it was the funniest damn thing I've ever heard. You can use it. I'm, I, I'm directly ripping off Horvat there though. You can absolutely use that. All right. Uh, the Texans play the Titans. The Titans are a four point favorite Titans theory. I don't know. It might've died last week. They were a two and a half point underdog. They lost by three. Uh, I got to think the Titans win, though, at home. I mean, the Texans, nobody cares about the Texans. Horvat would say the Texans, the Texans have had their little run. It's been nice. And the public, the, the rubes, the casuals are thinking all of a sudden Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll are the guy. Mm-mm-mm. Give me the Titans because he just refuses to pronounce the second T in Titans for some reason. Give me Tennessee to finally, finally expose the Texans for the ass team they are. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs play the Seahawks. Let me throw this at you, if I may. Please. Um. Oh, hold on. Okay. Let me. Uh, let me throw this at you. If you were to rank the top four teams, college football, like oh, for the this. NFL, who is your top four? Chiefs. Chiefs, the Bengals have to be in there. They have to be. But then I think the Bills have to be in there, and all of a sudden we have three AFC teams. So either the Eagles or the Niners are getting left out, and that feels wrong. The Chiefs are a lock, though, and we're talking about the Chiefs, so I'm assuming that's what you're getting at. The Chiefs are in there. Are you going to try to tell me the Chiefs aren't? No, they're in. I had uh, Eagles, Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, and then I think I went with Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. The it's, Niners are tough. The Niners are TCU in 2014. It's like, hey, you you did all you could, but we only have four spots. Plus, it's Brock Purdy, who I'm still not convinced. And you know who won that bowl game? Wait, no. When did TCU play us in the Rose Bowl? That was like 2009. That was, I think it was 11. And Nick Toon dropped that touchdown that would have won him the game. When I talk to people about horrific Wisconsin moments in sports. Yeah. Anyone who puts a Rose Bowl loss in their top 10, I just ignore for the rest of humanity. Yeah. Like, I want to win those games too. Of course, yeah. But the moment it's over, it is done. Yeah. You flush it. The win bowl. or lose, except for the Orange Bowl win over Miami, which was like the greatest Paul Chris moment of all oh, time. Oh, it was great. Oh, and F Mark Richt. I know he's got health issues, so like I'll say that delicately. 
but that game was awesome. The last Rose Bowl does sting a little bit. So I like, this is personal. I went to high school with Mason Stocky and a bunch of my friends went out there to watch him and he was playing fullback at the time. And he scored a touchdown. It was great. And they had a lead and they were going to beat Herbert. And then it wasn't Crookshanks. Who was the receiver fumbled it. The Badgers had the ball with the lead and we're going to end the game. That one stings a little bit, but I agree with you. Yeah. But in the whole, in the aggregate, the Badgers lost what four Rose Bowls in eight years. Like that's pretty terrible. That's pretty miserable. In the big three in a row, TCU, Oregon, and Stanford. Yeah. They were all within one score. It's not like some elite power in the Pac 12 just kept it was they rotated. It's like take turns beating the Badgers in the Rose Bowl. That makes them a little worse. But on an individual game basis, I agree with you. It's a bowl game. What are you, uh, what's your hype level for the guaranteed rate bowl? I'm excited because it's at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. Uh, And next Tuesday, by the way, will be another date that I fill in for Zach Gelb on fine CBS radio stations across Wisconsin, including WKTY, where Grant, you can hear him, and W the Zone or whatever you are. W-O-Z-N. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. What is my excitement level? It's kind of yeah. cool that they have a new coach, and we're going to see lots of new guys. Like, it's, it's interesting for that reason. If it was the same, you know, scrub team and scream same thing that we've seen for weeks then i probably wouldn't be as excited i'm not jumping up and down but what happened with graham mertz going to kentucky now he's going to florida dude i was i was reading florida message boards this morning on 24 7 sports and one of the comments from a florida fan was this must be what a fatal diagnosis feels like oh and i just thought that was funny as hell jeez i thought we had boots on the ground with sourcing that he was going to michigan state what happened to that uh, look, I don't know, but I don't know. I don't want to get into that. Okay. I didn't realize I was, we'll move on. We'll move on. Chiefs. over. No, the- I'll say something that'll get screenshotted and blasted at me seven years later. Chiefs. Chiefs. The Chiefs play the uh, Seahawks. They're 10 point favorites. Uh, it's going to be cold. I kind of think that's too much. I'll take the Seahawks to cover. They need a win. Sure. I, again, I'm not a gambler. I'm here for the vibes and for fun conversation. I don't know what Horvat would say. Ten points is a lot. Where is the game, Bart? Is it in Kansas City? It's in Kansas City. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. This on. is my uh, baby back barbecue ribs game of the week. Yeah. At Golden Chicken. Because if I look, everyone tells me that uh, barbecue is so good in Kansas City, which it is. I mean, it is good in Kansas City. And Kansas City is about a... Let's see the directions here from my humble abode. You're looking at a six hours. Yeah, you're looking at a six, seven, a uh, nine, nine hour drive. Jeez. Oh, for, yeah, you're a couple hours across the state. I forget about that. Yeah, but if I want to go to Golden Chicken, that's just twelve minutes away from where I live, and then I can mm. get the barbecue that I'm looking for there. Also, mm-hmm. another food take I have is um, I like food is pretty much good anywhere. I, I went to Buffalo. You got to have wings, mm-hmm. and we had wings at a respectable place, and they were really good wings. But I can't say I've ever had wings that were any better in Buffalo than I had here. Uh, I had barbecue in Kansas City. I had really good barbecue in Kansas City. I had good barbecue over at Heaven's Table. Yep. I mean, I, I mean I've, I've had good barbecue there. It's not like, I don't know. I've never been to a place and be like, oh, you got to try. The only thing that I will maybe say is when I was, when I had a quesadilla in Mexico, because quesadillas Whoa. aren't like Taco Bellified like they are here. It was a quesadilla and it was very good. Well, I'll accept, that, I'll accept that food take. The Mexican food is better in Mexico. Like, yes. that. But, would, like, honestly, is the Philly cheesesteak you're going to get in Philly that much better than the Philly cheesesteak sandwich you're going to get at Cousins? It's essentially the same taste. 
maybe my palate isn't as sophisticated as as others because I got 2010 vision. So maybe yeah. my superior strength went to my eyes and not my mouth. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But I've never been blown away by a food. Oh, San Diego, you got to have the fish tacos. Oh, these are really good. You know where else I had good fish tacos? Just some random bar in Milwaukee. Most food is good. Food takes are mostly overblown on Twitter when, when especially the Packers beat gets rolling on. And I love Andy Herman. There's not a shot at Andy Herman, but it's like, okay, so you don't like this one thing. That doesn't mean that it's bad. You like what you like and leave people alone. Well, Andy Herman's different with the Packaday podcast if you follow him because he pretty much only likes like oat milk and grass. He doesn't like burgers or pizza. It's really weird. Yeah. He's weird about that. Andy, that's a, that's a you thing. And I respect yeah. it. And I love it. Andy's the nicest guy. He comes on whenever. I never see him doing clickbait or dumb stuff on Twitter. But that's that's an Andy problem. Some of his food takes. Yeah. Andy's great. He's just, uh, he just, he eats like a, he eats like a cow. Uh, like a, like in a, I don't, you know what I mean. Uh, let's look at some more games. Uh, the yeah. Vikings. Oh, the Vikings. And this one you cover a little bit more than I do because you're on lacrosse in lacrosse so you're on the border they've got a home game against the giants they're four point favorites i don't know I, i'm reading articles about how kirk cousins might be the greatest fourth quarterback of all time fourth, just, quarter, fourth quarter quarterback it's it's just with the vikings it all seems it all seems inflated it all seems like like a not a joke it just seems like amplified in a way where like i said earlier they know they're not going to win the Super Bowl, so they do their victory laps now. Their greatest win ever was a divisional round game, the Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah. I mean, they'll talk about that more than any of whatever games got them to the Super Bowl in the 70s. So they just – the divisional round games are their Super Bowl. The wild card games are their NFC Championship. So week 15 comebacks are like, you know, the, the wild card game, I guess. I mean, that's – to be fair, and I'm, like, I'm not the guy to defend the Vikings, but to be fair, I mean, that's what we do with the Brewers. Like, the greatest moment in franchise history is Niger Morgan's walk-off. That was the NLDS against the Diamondbacks, who are ass. You know, so I, I get why Vikings fans do it a little bit. The, the one thing that I keep bringing up on my show about the Vikings, because this is all I have, the Packers are 6-8 and eight and not any good, is I keep telling Vikings fans who listen to my show, I said, you can keep winning as many games as you want. You can come back from 30. You can win in Buffalo. People will still care way more about the Packers. Like, they cut out of that Vikings-Buffalo game, which was one of the best games of the year, so they could get to Packers-Cowboys at 3.30. Or, or like, you turn on get up the next morning, they will talk about the Packers, who were 6-8, and eight, long before the Vikings. And, like, part of that is deserved, I think. If you look at power rankings or rankings that are derived from, like, betting markets. So, here I go. Let me put on my Horvat hat here. If you look at where money, where public money is coming in and where, where people are betting and how people actually feel about teams and how confident they are, the Vikings are they're far from top tier so I, I agree with you about this team yeah did you know that jay moore and genie bus were dating jay moore yeah who's jay moore he's a comedian he came and did brookfield shows once and does Ron... he is he the how do i do this well, they got engaged on wednesday is he the guy who does how do i do you know what i'm trying to say or is that jay farrow that i'm thinking of i might be thinking of jay farrow is he, is oh, they are wildly different looking. Okay. Gentlemen. Yep, yep. I, I was thinking Jay Farrell. Okay, moving along. I'm not an SNL stand-up network TV guy like you are. Yeah, one's a little thinner than the other is what I was uh, referring to. Okay. Um, And Jay Moore's white. That was – because Jay Farrow does like all the 
I'm trying to find a way to do this. He does like all of the, like he impersonates like every black comedian and actor, like really, that's who I'm thinking of, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I'm going to take, I think the Vikings somehow win this game, unfortunately, and they probably cover too. Probably, yes. The Patriots have the Bengals. The 10-4 and four Bengals come into Foxborough to take on the 7-7 seven and seven Patriots. Ah, a lot of, a lot of, I, got, mm, I don't know. Patriots are only a three-point dog at home. I got no reason for this. I just got a gut. Uh, and I also have a gut feeling that the Patriots win this game, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't just, dis- I wouldn't disagree with you. The Bengals have won what six in a row. This is how the NFL works. Like as soon as you think you're sure of something, and this is the Titans theory a little bit, just blown up for the rest of the league. Like, I don't know. The bottom has to fall out at some point. Do you really think the Bengals are going to win out the rest of the year? They probably trip up somewhere. The problem have you ever is heard the phrase and it's Saturday. So maybe it doesn't apply, but have you ever heard the phrase any given Sunday? Have you ever heard the phrase? It's hard to win in this league. <laughs> have you ever heard the phrase? That's why they play the games. Yeah, the it does feel weird. It feels a little <laughs> catastrophic in New England, though. It feels like the bottom might be falling out, like the offensive coordinator versus the quarterback. Belichick, like I, I don't know. In a well, Matt normal, Patricia is a defensive guy. I, I know. So in a normal situation with a team that's kind of in, under normal circumstances, I would pick the Patriots. But it seems like the Patriots might have some other things going on, and for that reason, I, I might go against the grain and say the Bengals keep winning, even though it seems like this would be an upset spot. If Tom Brady would have stayed in New England, would they have won a Super Bowl the last few years? No. And what's fr- – well, because the Buccaneers had the weapons to make Tom – They play. won a Super Bowl. I mean – Yes. They had the out. offensive line and the weapons, and they showed, hey, when a quarterback gets older, here's what you do. You surround him with great weapons to help him out. And then the Packers are like, eh, fuck that. We're going to build a defense and do what New England was doing, and they're getting basically the same result. It's very similar to what Tom did in the last year in New England in 2019. That team made the playoffs because the division was terrible and the AFC was easier, but – I don't know. The blueprint of what the Bucks did, the Packers kind of went the other way. They did the New England model, and it hasn't worked out. Uh, what else do I have here? We got another game to talk about, and that would be the Lions two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Panthers. The Panthers are at home. Do you where, – where are you right now? Where am I? Are you – Literally? Are you on a farm? No. Oh, what's that? It's the double cluck of the week brought to you by Golden Chicken and Hales Corners delivery and catering 414-427-5500. The Lions are two and a half point favorites on the road. Give me them as a five point favorite. I like them over the Panthers. We talked Lions a little bit ago. You, me, and Paul Emig. Are yeah. we rooting for them? No, but are we rooting against them? No. They're going to go in, and in the battle of the cats, they're going to claw their way to a victory. The Panthers' strength is their defense, but the Lions' strength is their offense. So I think the Lions might struggle a little bit against a pretty good Panthers' defense, but the Panthers don't have the offense to make Detroit pay for Detroit's weakness on defense. So I Lions. Restore the roar, as our friend Eric Eager would say. Eric was on my show earlier this week, so you can go check that out in the podcast if you missed it. Uh, the Wisco Sports Show. Do you like the name of your show? I, I'm very indifferent. When when my boss first told me when the show started, I'm like, eh. 
but I think it, it's fine. It works fine. It, Wisco is overused. Wouldn't you that, rather that, have your name in it? Uh, I mean, in the graphics and stuff, it's Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills. It's not a big deal. Not on your website. I'm a pretty easy. What do you check the website? It's my job to do the website. I don't even fucking check the website. I checked the website uh, because I was trying to figure out where all the affiliates were for CBS Sports Radio, and I saw your schedule. Yeah. And there's a little icon that says Wisco Sports Show with your license plate thing, mm-hmm. and it doesn't say Grant Bills. Instead of like Bills head, it's the it's the Zone logo. Hey, did Pink Floyd have someone's name in it? Did Queen have Freddie Mercury's name in it? No. You know, it's 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 the power of branding. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. It's good. Yeah. Fair. Uh, so that's my double clock of the week. I like that. I like the Ravens as seven and a half point favorites at home over the Falcons. I could not give less of a shit about that game. This is and that's why we're not going to talk about it. I don't have the sports be, betting. I I'm not a sports better. I don't need to bet on games to be entertained, but I'm definitely not watching that game because I won't be entertained. Desmond Ritter is ass and the Ravens have no one left. That's another bird on bird uh, game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little, little. Why are there, why are there so many teams? Birds and cats are the two worst animals. Yet there's Jaguars, Seahawks, Lions, Seahawks, Bengals, Lions, Panthers, Falcons, Ravens, Eagles. Oh, horses are awful too. Broncos, Cardinals, Colts. We're the Colts. Stupid fucking name. What's that do for anyone? Uh, There's only two games in the three o'clock window. Are the Cardinals one of them? They always bury the Cardinals in the three o'clock window. No, Cardinals get a primetime spot Christmas night. Oh, sh- who do they play? That sucks. Panthers. Oh, Tampa. Gross. Yeah, not Tampa. one game on Christmas. There's uh, five, six teams that play on Christmas Day. One of them has a winning record. You and Paul discussed this about meaningful games on Christmas. I like the NBA on Christmas because I can. I can come in and out of NBA action. I can't miss NFL. I, I don't want to be attached. Yeah, to that's family. true. But the Bucks Celtics is like the game. True, true. But if I'm you at a family coming in and out of Bucks Celtics, but at a family gathering, I absolutely could. It's Christmas. There's months of the season left. I understand what you're saying. It's Bucks Celtics. I totally agree. It was Bucks Sixers a couple of years ago, and that felt like the end of the world. And in a month, it won't be. But I also despise the Celtics, so we'll see. Uh, anyway. yeah. I don't. I mean. Again, what I talked about was the Packer game is during the day when I'm not doing much. And then the Bucks game is what I want to watch. And that uh nice. That that'll be <laughs> that'll be just fine. That's a really good breakdown of your Christmas day. Well, I went to and this is for YouTube purposes. Yeah. Because uh, we put these on YouTube as well. Which I'll make about $4 on if you don't mind. Nice. And what I like to do is in the top right corner, I have the golden chicken logo. Mm-hmm. I don't have that now. I forgot to put it up. So I was going to put up the Wisco Sports Show logo. Instead, I'm going to put up that. <laughs> Thank you. That's a, that's a nice picture of me. Uh, Thank picture you of Grant much. Bills professionally done my co-worker no facial hair 
He doesn't look like right now. You look like every guy that stole chicks. I liked in college, dude, the mustaches are getting out of control. I've had this for like three years and then I've had the beard for 12. I want to shave it because I'm just another guy. I look like a guy who stole girls from you in college. I didn't get girls in college at all. Every time I lost a girl, it was to someone that looked just like you with the stupid Carhartt hat and the little mustache and okay. the Patagonia jacket. Okay, since this is on YouTube, this was this was not planned. You reached out to me after I'd gotten dressed for the day. It is cold as shit outside today, okay? I needed, I'm just telling I you what you look like. I walked to work. I needed to work. I'm not a hat guy. You're a hat guy. I'm not a hat guy. This was to stay warm. This Patagonia was to stay warm. I'm just, I'm not ripping on how you look. I'm just describing how you look. Thank you. So there's two games at the three o'clock window central time. Niners play the commanders. Niners are a seven point favorite. I think that's too high. Cowboys play the Eagles. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have Jalen Hurts as of this taping. Could be Garner Minshew. Four and a half is the line for Dallas. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to take Dallas as they're starting Minshew. So what? Niners, Commanders, Cowboys, Eagles, two games, both NFC, both meaningful. And this is probably, even though there's just two games, this is a good window. This is going to be Christmas Eve, uh, right before everything shuts down for the night. NFC East. NFC East, three of the I, four. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the NFC East on Thanksgiving. I this is a year I'm enjoying watching the Cowboys. I don't I love the NFC East. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like the Cowboys. The Cowboys is kind of forced on us every year, and for most years I don't like it. This year I really like watching the Cowboys. The commanders piss me off. The commanders and the Giants piss me off so much. Because the, they beat us both. The what was that? Because they both beat us. No, the commanders aren't that good. But like they're just and Taylor Heineke's so ugly and Carson Wentz was so ugly like it just I don't know seeing the face on TV it, it, and it's not pleasing it's not a pleasing watch uh do you think they're ugly Taylor Heineke's ugly yeah he's got the headband and he just looks I don't know he just doesn't look he, he's ugly I don't like watching him you know those graphics where they put like they make the quarterbacks look like girls the animated ones no, it's on Twitter sometimes. Oh, oh, the edits, yeah. Elon Musk AI. That's yeah. I'm never falling for that. Some of the quarterbacks, if they look like we're girls, oof, they got me in knots, dog. How many beers? Well, like Zach Wilson's cute if he's a girl. No, oh, Zach. Well, Zach Wilson looks like the guy who stole girls from me in college. <laughs> like the the guy who plays Division three basketball. And isn't very good, but for whatever reason. There's one other one that was like, oh, sh what am I? What, what, I gotta, what, am, what am I? Trying to think of other attractive quarterbacks. I mean, I'm not into Jimmy Garoppolo. He looks too, like, there's too much makeup on the. We're going to move on. Um, Raiders and Steelers. Oh, by the way, yeah, I have Cowboys and I have the Commanders. Raiders and Steelers at night, two, six, and eight teams. Uh, again, this is Christmas Eve night. Now, when I was growing up, Grant, there would be nothing on Christmas Eve, maybe a shitty college bowl game. But if you were looking for sports, it was nothing. Now you're getting a full day at Christmas Eve. You're getting three games on Christmas Day. Steelers and Raiders, Steelers two and a half point. I'm going to take the Raiders to somehow win. I have no uh, reason for that. I don't know. Well, to channel my inner Horvat, when I was a kid, Bart, not only was there no sports on on Christmas Eve, we made our own sport. That sport was called going to mass. 
And part of that sport was getting there early because all the Christmas and Easter folks come in and they don't know the parking and they don't know the seating arrangement. So we'd get there 40 minutes early. Grandma would get there an hour early and lay down her cane and just block off a row. We'd listen to the choir. That was our sport when I was growing up. So I'm with you. I'll take the Raiders because the Steelers just stink and the Raiders have to accidentally win some of these games. They're too good not to. So give me that. Well, they're both, they're both, the, they're both the same record. Yeah, but the Raiders have talent. They just, dude, they've led by double digits at halftime like four or five times this year. They've lost them all. Man, Christmas Eve mass. What? I what about it. it? Let's talk mass. I hated what? it. Why? Because no one wanted to be there, man. It's the birth of Christ. Okay, some people wanted to be there. But it's the CNEs. It's the Christmas and Easter's. They go to church one twice a year. I grew up Catholic. They don't know how to behave. They, they don't know how to behave. The kid's antsy. Take them out. You don't parade. The, it's not an airplane. You don't get to walk the kid up and down the aisle to keep him quiet. This is not your... No. Go in the back. There's a cry room. Or go out in the parking lot. It's fine. I don't want to listen to your kid cry. So that's tough. I got, an, I got another uh, scorching hot take. Okay. And I thought I'd be into this. I always thought growing up when I got married, had a kid, I thought I'd be into this. I'm not. This matching pajama trend. Come on. That's nice. It's a nice family thing. I was watching the Today Show and like five of their anchors were talking about their favorite Christmas ever. And four of them were like, well, our family does matching pajamas. They all did it. And then Carson Daly's like, my favorite memory is when I was 13 and my uncle gave me an N.A. beer. Look at the joy in my face. <laughs> you don't get to bitch about daytime TV. You, you Like, you get what you get at that time of the day. I go to, so I don't go to work until like 11. So I'll go to the Y in the morning and they'll have like Kelly and Ryan on or whatever. And they'll have a guest talking about this. And I'll be like, this is such trash. Why is this on? And then I realize what time it is. And who's watching? And I said, this is what's on. This is what we get. I don't get to complain about this. So I will respond to the same thing with you. Your wife has to be so similar to you and your indifference to everything. The other night you were talking about New Year's Eve and your anniversary. Well, why would we go out when we could just stay in and watch CNN? You have found the perfect woman, it seems. You're very private about that, which I appreciate. But be good to her and hold on to her because you sound like you have it made pretty good. And you guys are on the same wavelength. Well, this goes back to a take I had, uh, and I agree with you, but this goes back to a take I had long ago that, unfortunately, I can't ever question her. She's always right. And this isn't a man-woman thing. This is me saying, I'm always right. And if she's the one that I'm with, doesn't that make her always right? If it was my, if my path Uh led me to her, and I'm always so I'm I'm right. So if she's right, she's always right because I'm right. This is a chicken or the egg type of thing. Like, do rookie wide receivers struggle in Green Bay early on because they're uh, joining a difficult system, or do the Packers not draft pro ready wide receivers? It's a similar situation here. It sounds like. How have we gotten to the point where people are quoted on record and it's a clickbait? Don't don't. Don't don't do it. All right. Speaking of the Packers, Christmas Day games. They yeah. are the first one. We'll get into it. The Dolphins are a four-point favorite at home. I am going to defer. I will not pick this game. Okay. I cannot in good conscience pick this game. I have too many emotions. Who do you think's gonna win? The Dolphins. 
do you well the Dolphins are a better team like I'm not faulty that's not because you're a bad fan that's not because you're I thought the Rams would beat the Packers well think of all the the times this season where it's third and long or it's second and eight the opposing quarterback drops back to pass throws over the middle and someone's running wide just wide open unchecked untouched in the Packers secondary it happens against wide receivers that aren't good and this week it's going to be Waddle and Tyree Kill so I don't oh, like. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with picking the Dolphins. I was thinking hard. more Raheem Mostert. Well, and him too. Abs- and there's been lesser running backs that have looked really good against the Packers. So I, if I were to pick that, that's what worries me. Is the Packers have a good offensive game plan and they're they're buttoned up and they're ready to play, but the defense just can't keep the game under control because guys are running wide open and Raheem Mostert's going for six seven yards a pop. Like that's. Don't don't play. I want to push back on you a little bit. Don't play the victim. I can't pick this game because I all of my feeling. Just be reasonable. Picking the Dolphins does not make you a hater or anything. You have plenty of reasons that you're a hater, but that's not one of them. Well, I took a massive L on Twitter this week. Yeah, because you're trying to tweet through it for as much as you bitch about Elon and Bart. You know, I love you, but you bitch about Elon. You're doing what Elon does. You're you're, you take an L. I don't run the company. you, You double down, double down, double down, double down. I just give all my feelings. Did you see my great quote today that I tweeted? Oh, yeah, yeah, but I don't remember it. Nicole Lyons. The deepest pain I ever felt was denying my own feelings to make everyone else comfortable. Look, this is why I love you. And I almost said this in one of the Twitter spaces the other night. People are pissed about Bart on this crusade. Okay, but this is also why we love Bart. Is Bart's, he's nuts. He feels a certain way and he's going to go, go, go. And he's not, he's not going to pander to anyone else. Just because you don't agree with him at this moment in time doesn't mean you don't like Bart. It means you don't agree with Bart. That's what I aspire to on my show. I always say, look, I, like you don't have to agree with me, right? Like I want people to be able to listen to me and say, I don't agree with this, but hey, I, I like Grant. I understand what he's doing. I feel that way about you, even though like this week, you are just on a different level of a crusade against Rogers. Well, it's 43 minutes in. I guess we can bring him up. And we're talking Packers. Yeah, this is the time to, yeah. I don't like him. Is it okay not to like him? Sure. No, no, it's not. Why not? Even though, even though. So all this week I said, I I, 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 I just like Rodgers so much I want the Packers to lose. What if, what is 90% of this fan base been saying all year? Gosh, I'd like to see us tank. Well, how, where's the difference? I mean, openly saying you're cheering against your own team. See, I think here's the difference, Bart. If you really don't like Rodgers that much, I don't like if the Packers lose, you in your own mind and in your home can be like, wow, ah, that's, you know, kind of laugh. It's funny. It's a silver lining, right? Well, it was the same with the Brewers. Like, I don't want to see the Brewers lose, but when they lose, it's kind of funny. You're like, ah, let's see. You shouldn't have traded Hater. It can kind of be your own thing, but you don't have to like shout from the mountaintops that you're cheering against a team that you own. I own as well. I can't people just. If I say something they, that I don't like, why can't they think it's a joke? Why can't they think it's a joke when I, they don't like it and then think it's true when they do like it? True. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, Twitter is for throwing things out there. I agree right, with you. Well, what do you, who do you like? What do you mean? In this game. Who, who do I think will win? Yeah. If I had to bet money, I'd pick the Dolphins for reasonable reasons that we talked about. The Dolphins. The next Christmas Day game, the Rams and the Broncos. Again, you got the six and eight Packers against the eight and six Dolphins. Two formed ten teams. You'd rather you you'd rather talk about the Rams and the Broncos than talk about the Packers anymore. Is that is that where we've gotten? I think this week, um, 
I, I have to, I have to be a little more cognizant of when I'm talking about the Packers. It's kind of like when I bring up soccer, I know I have certain attention span for so long. Okay. And with Rogers, a lot of people told me they just do not like me talking about Rogers. So okay. I have to, I have to move on. I, Look, I, I don't have to move on. I'm going to talk about whatever I want. Obviously, I want people to listen. If people don't listen to the show, then I need to go get a real job. But, I, you know, I, I think that, yeah, I think I need to, you know, I didn't talk about it much on yesterday's show when we did a live show uh, for the Cavs and Bucks, which you were a great part of. Just kidding. You don't have to do that one. Um, but, but uh, yeah. So I'm going to move on to the next game. All right. Carrington Harrington, uh, Carrington Harrison, who I thought had a great point because the NFL has got this Broncos Rams game and the NFL has come in and taken over Christmas day. But if you're going to watch Broncos Rams over Bucks Celtics, that's not like, there's nothing the NBA can do about that. This is a game that is on Nickelodeon. So, you know, they're doing the slime and stuff, but if you're going to give me a Christmas day game, like you can't give me Broncos and Rams. Well, I mean, in, in theory, when the schedule came out, this game makes a lot of sense. I enjoyed watching the Well, they put they they thought maybe Rodgers. Oh, on the Bron- well, even with Russell Wilson. Like, let's not we're not that far removed. Now, I didn't think the Broncos were gonna be that good this year because I don't really love Russell Wilson, but this team was supposed to at least be fun. I thought they were fun for a lot of the season because I could watch them and laugh at how bad they were, like and how inept they were. But I I'm past that point with Russell Wilson. It's no longer fun. Right. I, I just kind of feel bad. Like it's just kind of pathetic. So from a hate watching standpoint, from a like an entertainment funny standpoint, like what is this going to be Baker versus is Brett Rippon going to play? Like they said, Russell Wilson wasn't actually concussed. They were just going to give him another week. So I'm assuming Russ plays in this game. I think. Yeah. The spreads Broncos minus two and a half. It's in L.A. I'm going to take the Rams. I will as well, because the Broncos can't sc- they can't score. It's insane watching them. Oh, but I low I I have Broncos D this week. I need Broncos D. Well, the Bron- they're great, but the the Broncos defense could give up fifteen points, and their offense could go. The Broncos offense could go out, you know, three and out every single possession. That's that's what I'm saying. Like the Broncos defense could be unbelievable, and the Rams could suck. But I still feel like the Rams are going to win this game because the Broncos offense is. It's like they're trying not to score. That's how bad they are. I've lost a lot of money on the Buccaneers this year, specifically Tom Brady. I keep thinking that this will be the week he has five touchdowns. I don't think it will be this week, so it probably will be. The 6-8 and eight Buccaneers on Christmas night go to take on the Arizona Cardinals, who are 4-10. and 10. The Buccaneers are a 6.5-point favorite. I don't know, man. The Buccaneers just look like shit. And how about that? Tom Brady having a same, similar season as the Packers – but the Packers are currently arguing about some dumb article, not dumb article, dumb reaction to it. The Buccaneers are just skirting through the NFC South. Three years ago, I would have got mad about that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm past it. The Packers have had plenty of good opportunities. We can't say that they haven't gotten breaks the last couple of years. We can't say that Rodgers hasn't had opportunities to win at home. They had like they've had good opportunities and favorable matchups in the playoffs. I'm kind of past the point where Tom Brady is lucky. He is lucky, but I sleep very well at night knowing that a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have, but I, I do agree with you. Like, of course, Tom ends up in the one division where he has to win nine games and he'll get, I, I hate the Cardinals so much. So I'm going to take Tampa. Dude. Imagine being a Cardinals fan right now. You extended your GM, your head coach and your quarterback. And it's as bad as it's ever looked. 
Well, Kyler's not good. Yeah, and he's hurt now. Like, which, like now you can't do anything. You're just stuck in neutral until he comes back. And best case scenario, he comes back just as athletic. And, and you know what I mean? Like, what a shitty spot to be in. These games all stink. That's what I've realized going through all these. Like, there's not one of these games that I'm super amped to watch. Well, Eagles-Cowboys should be, but we're not getting Jalen Hurts. We don't know. Yeah, and the Cowboys losing last week kills some juice because now, like, the Cowboys, in theory, could have controlled their own destiny. If they went out and beat the Eagles, they're still in line for the division in the one seed. Yeah, this ain't a good weekend. That's not the case anymore. This is like the weekend when SEC teams play the Citadel. Yeah, like, like you keep going through these games. I'm like, damn, this one blows, this one blows. Like, yeah. Well, this is why I think ESPN called Jeff Saturday this week because the Colts and Chargers are on Monday night the 26th and that game sucks too <laughs> yeah so that's why espn called jeff saturday and was like look you left us high and dry in the middle of your contract um which is yeah, fine i'm, I'm we, sure they're i'm sure they're broken up about that we all ripped on you but we did have your slots filled so you need to do us a favor in return you need to go ahead and bench matt ryan and start nick Foles in this game so nick Foles is getting the start which is going to make things a little more interesting no line on this game as of wednesday I'll still take the Chargers to go in and beat the Colts. Did you see last weekend? So you're familiar with the onion. Every time there's a mass shooting, they do the headline that says, you know, there's no way to prevent this says the only country where this regularly happens. Did you see the Matt Ryan fake tweet last week where it was like, there's no way to prevent this says the only quarterback who this ever happens to. I'm assuming you saw that. Well, comparing Matt Ryan to that, Jesus. It's more of a tweet format thing than anything else. <laughs> it is funny as hell. Come on. Um, yeah, Matt Ryan sucks. I, I've never liked him, and I can't figure out why. He's ugly. Yeah, he, I think it's his neck. He he looks like a post that you would tie a horse to outside of a saloon. Oh, <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. He's brutal. He's a statue. He can't move. <laughs> His face always just looks looks so sad. <laughs> I don't know. Again, the aesthetics aesthetics of sports matter. Maybe this is my my takeaway that I that is a theme throughout our conversation today. Is it needs to look good on my screen. It doesn't mean that the the, the players need to be good looking, but like the venue needs to have a certain appeal. Lambo has that. The Superdome doesn't. Like I, when I watch certain quarterbacks, it's like, Hey, there's an athlete it pops off the screen in some way. When I watch Matt Ryan, it just, it looks sad. He, 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 he gives me the same feeling I get when I see a homeless person. It's like, Oh, that's, that sucks. That's how I feel. That's how Matt Ryan makes me feel. Wow. I know. This is going to be the end of our conversation. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the end of the podcast because I may, pull a Doug Russell and tack on an interview at the end of this. Why is that a Doug Russell? I don't get the reference. Doug's got a podcast. He does like once every five months where it's just like, Hey, uh, Tom Crean's on ESPN. Here's my interview with Tom Crean from 2011. Oh, where he just, ta- Oh, so like you might add something, you might add something old on to this just for like a Christmas special type of thing. Uh, if I have a good interview on CBS sports radio, like if I talk yeah. to like a real person, Interesting. Do you have to book your own guests with that? Or do you get a producer? Do they roll out the red carpet for you? I can book my own guests, but no, they book them. God damn it. What a gig. Good for you, by the way. I'm excited to listen, but yeah, I, uh, this has been nice. I appreciate the invite and I hope I kept Ryan Horvath's seat warm. 
you know, as they say in radio, you know, you come in, you, you can, you know, don't move the furniture. Don't move the furniture. I was trying to, yeah, you can hang out in the house. Don't move the furniture. I hope I didn't move have the a couple pops of the, out of the fridge. That's why they're there. <laughs> have a string cheese and a turkey. And I, I would like to say, I think on behalf of your listenership um, and your, your groupies, we love Tim Shea. And I'd like to say Merry Christmas is Tim Shea. If he sees this, it warms my heart that he has a stocking at a bar. You were debating whether that's good or bad with Paul. If I had a stocking at Dell's in lacrosse, I'd shit my pants. I'd be so happy. That's awesome. Uh, and we appreciate Tim just hopping on. And I don't know. We, we just love Tim. It's been a good Tim week. So Merry Christmas to Tim. I just wanted to say that at some point. Well, I love Tim, too. Uh, I don't think he listens to the show. That's fine. That's fine. But he's on. That's fine. We were narcissistic as hell. That's why we do this job. I will go back and listen to shows that I did a second time, even though I was there for its inception. And I know you do shit like that, too. I used to. I kind of now pretend like it never happened. Interesting. Like, now that we just recorded this, I don't ever want to talk about it again. Okay. Onward and upward. We, We did it. It's over. And it was beautiful, wasn't it? Golden Chicken in Hales Corners, delivering catering, 414-427-5500. Remember, uh, I don't know what my Christmas week is going to look like in terms of shows. I'm not doing a show on Christmas Day. I might do a live one on the 26th in the morning and see who's up. Well, you sound so busy on Christmas Day. I mean, Jesus, you just sound- I mean, we got open presents. Now, you can leave some voicemails on the Carl's Place voicemail line at 402-915-VART, Carl's Place golf simulators did matt in the falls send you a christmas gift i haven't heard from matt in two days hope everything's okay yeah interesting well merry christmas bart thanks for having me on well thanks for being on thanks for being a friend thank you for being a friend um and uh i I don't know what's next so this went five minutes longer than it needed to merry christmas to you and yours the beauty of the Bart Winkler podcast. Thanks, Grant. <laughs> See ya. All right. My thanks to Grant Bills again for filling in for Horvat. Uh, Horvat and I are on good terms. I said earlier in the week that maybe he would dog me since I've been crapping on Rogers all week. That's not what happened. He traveled. And if it was the other thing, I would probably lie to you and not tell you. Nah, I'm always honest. Right? I try to do that. Um, all right. So that was with Grant. We taped that earlier in the week. This Right before I post Friday morning, uh, it's late Thursday night. The Jets are going to lose to the Jaguars, Jacksonville. One thing that I said, I did CBS Sports Radio tonight, and a lot of people uh, were tweeting at me, and thank you. It was, it's great to be back doing that. I like kind of talking a little more national and broader, and I think I talked a lot about our teams more than I have when I've done that before. Doing a four-hour show is a long time. I kind of forgot how long it was. Looking at the clock at the end of the hour. All right, I'm, I'm good here. I've said all I need to say. I realize I can say pretty much everything I need to say in an hour now. I don't need four. But one of the things we were doing was watching uh, the Jets-Jacksonville game. And Zach Wilson looked about as bad as I've ever seen a quarterback look. Like, I, like, I'm not trying to be mean to him. <clears throat> it's been <clears throat> certainly one of the worst quarterback performances of the year. Maybe of, of the – I mean, it was awful. And then they benched him for Chris Streveler, 
and not Joe Flacco, but this is why I brought up on CBS Sports Radio that I like the uh, that I think I could coach an NFL team to nine wins. I brought that up, national audience. But that's why. Because Salah knew he had to bench Wilson, but he wouldn't do it at halftime. He knew he had to. He should have. Eventually he brought in Streveler. Now they didn't win the game, but I gave him a boost, and who knows what would have happened. It's just these coaches, and you look at Robert Sala all night, and he's like, this sucks. What am I doing? Yeah, this is the guy that came in here and kicked LaFleur's ass. So that makes me even less confident in LaFleur, and I don't have a lot of confidence in him to begin with. A couple of voicemails I want to play thanks to Carl's Place. Again, I'll repost the golf uh, montage I did with Toby where you can get golf simulators customize them, put them in a spot in your home that you think they would go well in. Maybe your garage, uh, maybe your home's too small. Well, make, make nice with the neighbor that has a big garage and have him buy one. But you can check that out, the link on my Twitter, also carlvt.com. They bring you the voicemails that we play throughout the show, 402-915-BART, 412-915-BART. I got this one early in the morning, and this is from Dave and Cudahy. Good morning, Bart. Dave and Cudahy. I sit here in my house debating and pondering things in the world of Wisconsin sports. Uh, you know, that's because they canceled everything today and tomorrow because, you know, all the snow that's on the ground. But I honestly... I've been at odds with myself over uh, both Aaron Rodgers and the Brewers, specifically Mark Antanasio. And I try to contemplate what could remedy these things. Why do I not feel any better towards their situations? Because really nothing has changed. Aaron Rodgers, I think there's just a whole litany of reasons that you can not like him, uh, and I guess like him on top of that as well. But now when his play starts to affect, uh, I should say his attitude starts to affect the on-field stuff too, because that you are seeing it even more, you know, I think that's one reason why a lot of us don't want Aaron Rodgers anymore. And then with the Brewers, you know, with this Carlos Correa signing, which I'm going to say right now, I think it's a massive overpay by the Mets. And I, I don't think, I think they're going to regret that. I just, I, I am trying to think of what would be the best situation for the Brewers and not say something stupid on top of that, because they clearly need to know they're going to spend to help out this team but you're just never going to get that with this market. You, you'll get someone that comes in and spends money for two, three years, and then they're going to go on being cheap asses. Uh, and however we can do that, uh, we, just, we just need to get it done. I want some more winning again. Buck spoiled me, damn it. All right, well, have a good one. Dave, feel better. He sounded a little sick there. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff canceled. Roads weren't terrible coming home Thursday night. I mean, they weren't great, but they were. I've, I've seen worse. One of the things that I brought up on Zach Gelb's show, and yeah, I want to do the whole segment again here, but my 
thought is that if you're a fan of a small market team, you need to root for the Mets. And I'm not going to replay an interview from CBS Sports Radio. I thought about it, but I'm not. That's going to be that, and this is going to be this. So if you if you're like I miss you on CBS Sports Radio, I don't even think they podcast the ones that Zach doesn't do. So they just like let me go into the airwaves and disappear. But I'm this. I don't know. It's actually more work. <laughs> but I talked to David Sampson, and he's been on our show, and he's the former president of the Marlins, and. I said, I think fans should root for the Mets. And he says, nobody's going to root for the Mets. Nobody in baseball. And I said, no, no, fans. If you're a small market team, like the Brewers, we already knew we were screwed. We already knew we couldn't compete with the Yankees and the Padres and uh, the Phillies. And these are teams with owners that are willing to spend. We already knew that. But now those teams are pissed because Stephen Cohen's coming in here and he's spending more than them. This is where... This is where power and change comes from. It's not the little people that are going to affect the power. All of us small market teams, we want salary cap. MLB's like, fuck you. We got a bunch of teams here that have money. We're going to play against us boys. But now those teams, the teams that were the haves, now they're like the have-nots. They still have a lot more than we do, but somebody else has more. So they're saying what he is doing is unfair. So the only way that there's going to be a change is if that group of people are mad. So I'm going to root for the Mets to win the World Series if you want to change in baseball. If you want to see a small market team have a better level playing field, I think you need to root for the Mets, of course, once the Brewers are eliminated. So starting, I don't know, September 8th next year, I'm going to start rooting for the Mets. Speaking of Brewers, uh, I got another one from Brett in Tosa. Hey, Bart. I uh, just wanted to call. Listen to yesterday's show, and I'm, I'm in the middle of the, the interview, the, when you had Spark Guy on, and I, I needed to call in because there's there's things there that just are not true. And one, you know, he talks about oh how small markets have won World Series. Yeah, what one in twenty years? Like, so Kansas City wins one, and all of a sudden we're good for the next twenty because one small market team won. And then he talks about how the Rays are doing it, but the Brewers aren't. Like, the Rays and the Brewers are the same fucking team. Like, they win every year. The Brewers were eight innings away from a World Series. The Rays. The Rays got there. Um, like, come on. Like, no. And then about, the biggest thing is the salary cap. And the salary cap is would benefit the owners. That's not true. Because when you have a salary cap with a floor and revenue sharing like the NBA, the owners are locked into paying playing players. And that's why you're seeing NBA players getting paid more than any other sport. Because when revenue goes up, the play owners have to spend the money. And that's what pisses me off when people freak out about Carlos Correa getting 25 or Xander Bogarts getting 25 million a year. That's not even that good of a deal. Like Chris Middleton's going to get 50 million. And yeah, guaranteed. But the biggest thing with the players is if you had full revenue sharing and you agree to a percentage of the revenue with the owners, which if the players actually wanted that, which they don't because they're fucking stupid, but if they did, the owners wouldn't do it because they don't want to be tied into it. But that that's the problem is if you follow a system like the NBA, then players are getting a percentage of the revenue and teams have to spend. And sorry, like it's not a market problem. Like, like you said, Steve Cohen can spend more money than owners are worth. Like it, it's fucked up. You're right. I don't know much about soccer, but you might be right. Maybe baseball is an English Premier League where a small market team will win once every 20 years, and, and that is what it is. And that, that's why I defend the Brewers, because they've won the fifth most games in the last five years. And should they have went for it? Maybe. But um, 
the salary cap thing it, it was wrong. So I just needed to call in. Thanks. Brett and Tosa, all right, the Brewers are not the Rays. I get that they are close to, but the Rays get into the World Series. I think if the Brewers had made a World Series, they might there might be some more leeway there. Again, we had a parade for the team that lost in 82. I think we might have had a parade for that 18 team too, no kidding. We thought they were going to get there and lose to the Red Sox. I think – I mean, we we'd I don't know. We'd hold them in such high regards. God, Zach Wilson's fucking terrible. It just it bothers me so much. It really does. How do you be the Jets and watch that game, BYU against Coastal Carolina, and then take him over Justin Fields? If Justin Fields was on the Jets right now, holy shit, they would be good. Damn. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, as always. And thanks if you listened on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to be on there again tonight at 9 p.m. to 1A. 9 p.m. to 1A. Going to try to get Rami to come on with the time shift. I think he'll be able to do it. Uh, Rami Makloff. So 9 p.m. to 1A. I'll be in for JR Sports Brief tonight. And then I'm on Galb again next Tuesday. And then I don't know after that Tuesday uh, before the Badgers Bowl game. There's a lot that we want to do. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I don't think I'm going to go live on Christmas. Christmas. uh, But in... Monday morning, I might do a show on YouTube sometime Monday morning. If I could like put out there maybe Monday at 10, I'll tweet about it. Uh, you guys know where to find me. I'll tweet about it. Thanks as always uh, for listening. Thanks to Grant and thanks for everybody. I did want to, it wasn't that weird to be at the station again on paper. It's very weird, but it's just kind of like I was gone for the summer. Now I'm back. Also, I'm not an employee of the fan. I'm an employee of New York. So that's kind of weird. Anyway, all right. uh, See you next time. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.